Hey, another outside the box. Today's topic is universal basic income two. In previous outside the box features, I talked about a future with lots of automation and not as many jobs. One possible solution to the problem of unemployed or underemployed people is a universal basic income, or UBI. Like Social Security, a universal basic income is a monthly check, but for every adult, with no strings attached. Unlike Social Security, it would be the same amount for everyone, age 18 and above, and less for children. Depending on how it's funded, it could be $500 per month, or $1,000, or whatever amount could be financed. A UBI could provide every person with enough money to cover some or all of their basic needs, such as food, clothing, housing, and transportation. A UBI could also help with a shortfall for someone in between jobs. It could supplement income for a person who's cutting back on work hours. A UBI could help people get out of debt or build equity they didn't have before or help them to save more for later in life. It could enable a parent to quit a job and do full-time parenting. Some might quit their job to try a risky new career path. The possibilities are limitless. On a societal level, UBI could reduce income inequality. It could end homelessness, enable people to be more food secure, and provide better health care for those who need it, need it. It might even end poverty if everyone has enough money for basic needs. One common concern about a UBI is that people will stop working if they have more money. But a survey of lottery winners who won hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars found that only 15% quit their jobs. A UBI is hardly the lottery. And studies of several pilot UBI projects found that about 2-3% to left the workforce, usually for parenting or higher education. But part of the benefit of UBI is to cushion the reduction of jobs, as automation claims more of them. If a few stop working, then there'll be less unemployment. There have been a few pilot UBI projects in places like Kenya, the U.S., and Canada. Alaska has had a smaller version of a UBI for about 30 years, using royalties from oil exploration. In each UBI pilot project, results have been promising. Because they have more freedom of choice, people use the money to better their lives long term. They don't spend it on things like addictions. Like Social Security, a universal basic income has had appeal across the political spectrum. A recent radio debate included a former left-wing labor leader, Andy Stern, and a conservative writer, Charles Murray, both arguing for a UBI. Even the opponents liked the idea. They just weren't sure how to pay for it. And that's the big question. How do we pay for a UBI? On a federal level, there are many options. One is a special UBI tax, so everyone pays some amount into the fund based on their taxable income before getting something back. 
Other sources are commodities taxes, like value-added, and taxes or charges for parts of the commons, the stuff that everybody shares, that corporations get free or at little cost, like water. There's also carbon taxes for burning fossil fuels, use taxes for roads and parks, and fees for financial tra transactions like stock trades. Some costs could be reduced or eliminated, such as parts of our welfare system, and maybe reductions in police forces because there's less crime. We might also cut the Pentagon's massive budget and get by with fewer military weapons. A plethora of possibilities. How does a universal basic income sound to you? Would you be willing to pay more for some things in exchange for a UBI? I'm Larry Danzinger, hoping a UBI might actually end poverty. <laughs>